Hello, welcome to episode number 10 of the David Hessian podcast. So, on to my 10th episode and my goal from the beginning was to get to at least 12 because that's where most podcasts stop, or to beat 12, so get to like 13. But I think I'm going to keep going because I'm actually really enjoying it. I do look forward to recording these. I get kind of nervous when doing them, so they do challenge me. And yeah, I think anyone who has some of this, like even just, just even now thinking, I'm like, geez, it's a good thing that I just started doing it because now I'm 10 deep in it and it's like so much easier to do than the first one. So anyone thinking of doing something like that, a little bit of a challenge, just do it because it's, it's not so bad once you get started. The hardest part is starting it, just starting that momentum to get moving once you're going it's not too bad to keep going and like you think at the start oh everyone's going to be listening everyone's going to be judging it. no one listens to this to be honest and anyone who does no one's really said anything to me about it so there you go hopefully someone listens to it finds benefit from it um but yeah so i'm going to start by talking about the fact that what i found from like moving out because i always lived at home with my mother and father until like six months ago maybe four five six months ago um and what i found since moving out so first thing is you absolutely have no idea i had absolutely no idea how to like live by myself i'd never done my own washing i'd never used a dishwasher i still don't use a dishwasher just wash everything by hand um dishwasher we have here is pretty stupid things don't come out that clean but never used a washing machine in my life until i was 20 years of age and when i first used it I was in a different flat to the one I'm in now. But yeah, I put on a wash. I think Alva was gone somewhere. So I was by myself, putting on a wash. Put it on, threw in all the clothes, threw in the tablet, whatever. Um, the machine was on whatever settings. I just pressed start. I was like, okay, that was easy. Went off doing my thing, went to the gym or something. Came back like three hours later. I was like, all right, great. This is done. Hang up the clothes. Went hanging them up on like clothes horse, whatever. Um... I was like, okay, they don't smell too bad. They don't smell like perfumed or whatever, like what you'd expect clothes that just came out of the wash. But there was no bad smell. They just smelt of nothing. I was like, right, they're washed. Maybe they were like unscented tablets, I don't know. Then um, I was hanging them up and my flatmate was there and she was watching me put up the clothes and she started laughing like it dropped them on the floor. And I was hanging the clothes there, and I was like, oh, what's this? And it was like the tablet I'd put in hadn't bust. And I was like, did I even turn on the washing machine? And she's like, no, it was definitely on. I heard it. And I was like, all right. I was like, then what's this? She just started laughing. I was like, what? And she was like, that's a dishwasher tablet. So the first time I done a wash, I put a dishwasher tablet in the washing machine, put it on, washed the clothes. So they were only washed the water. And somehow the dishwasher tablet didn't burst. It probably would have ruined the clothes if it did. Because they're not really the same thing. Yeah, so that just tells you how um, set up for life I was. It's like I'm living over here, working, kind of starting my own business, don't even know how to use a washing machine. I've since learned, but that just tells you. And then, like, you go through a school system where they put such emphasis on learning your verbs in Irish that you'll probably never use, but it's part of the syllabus. And then they let you go out into the real world without even knowing how to on a washing machine like most people don't know how to cook you know they don't tell you anything about that like cooking like raw chicken and stuff cooking raw meats so to do all this stuff like you know how to live your life how to i don't know pay taxes how to like actually rent a rent an apartment the stuff you need council tax 
like all the bills you'll have how to do like i think like a budget for your house fair enough i think they teach you that in business but i didn't do business but um yeah so all these things that like actually are relevant they don't teach you and then they put massive emphasis on things that aren't and it's just you know they should probably prioritize that a little bit more set you up for life a little bit better because life is the hardest part about life is figuring things out i'm trying to figure as much things out as i can by myself so that i you know i won't forget them like i've learned so much just from even starting a business over here about like um tracking everything on spreadsheets that's something as well anyone who's thinking about starting a business or a side hustle or even just anything you're doing like by yourself just start tracking everything because whatever possessed me to get the notion to just start tracking everything on spreadsheets i'm so grateful that i did now because the last three months like some of the stuff i have it all on spreadsheets so if i had to go back through like all my bank my three like different bank accounts that i have to check everything i've spent everything every income i've had it would take me a year just to go back and do them three months of trying to find everything and track it so the fact that i done it from the start and every time i get take a payment or pay something i just put it straight in and it's just so easy now to keep track of it i've, I've this i even learned how to like set up a spreadsheet so that your income and expenses are added and subtracted and then it gives you totals i don't even remember how to do it but i just looked it up on youtube and now that it's done i just have to like input the figures and it does it all for me so just get on that if you're thinking of doing anything like this even if like you have any sort of sole trader business started or even just like even just anything that you're doing that you're trying to make a bit of money for yourself just track anything tracking leads as well so every time i talk to someone about personal training just write down like i just keep it on a spreadsheet their name whatever information i have about them where i met them just because trying to remember everyone's name is terrible if you forget someone's name and just the fact that you remember it is a huge deal um as a selling point for people they realize that you care and that you put the effort into remembering a name so yeah just tracking everything that's something as well they don't teach you in school track everything that's the one thing i've learned i don't know if that's the same for everyone but for me i found that really helpful and i'd be the world's worst for doing something like that like i was like oh spreadsheet make one them i don't know how to do that yeah so hard it's not like once you do it once it's just like done and it's much worse thinking about it than actually doing it that's what most things when the way when you're thinking about it it's a lot worse than actually doing it so just do it and um, also this podcast if you're thinking of doing anything like this just do it i found it tough at the start now pretty easy i still i still stress about like what am i going to talk about this time but you want a small amount of stress you want a, an acute amount of stress that's good for you an acute cortisol release good if it's constant anxiety about not doing something that's much worse just do it if you end up not liking it you can stop whereas if you don't do it you don't know at least you have the information if you've done it you have the feedback of whether or not you liked it once you've done it and then you can't make any story or make an excuse why not to do it once you've done it realize you don't like it fine don't do it you don't have to think about it again if you don't do it you'll be like oh should i shouldn't i so yeah just start and something else i want to talk about was we we as people don't even know how much we don't know which is crazy to think about if you ever really think about how much you don't know you probably become a lot more curious and a lot more like determined to learn so 
the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson and Sean Carroll and Joe Rogan, two separate episodes. Um, and some of the stuff they're talking about, like just on about asking why and about how not understanding the universe, but understanding it just enough to manipulate it to do what we want. Like, let's say like gravity, understanding it just enough to be able to use it and to be able to talk about it, but not really understanding it. And then they went on to these things about like, um, or what was it? I don't know, these different types of numbers. And he was talking about quantum physics. I can't even talk about it. It's so confusing. Um, but basically, he was explaining how we just understand it enough to put it into practice and to use it. But the problem with that is when something goes wrong and we don't fully understand it. Let's take your health, for example. We talk about how we understand it and like how different medicines work. We understand it just enough to use them. So like you go to the doctor with a pain. Um, a lot of the time they'll give you a medication to numb the pain or they'll give you something to stop it but that's just like throwing a plaster on something whereas if you really really understand it so like doctors the thing with doctors is they're great great people most of them they went into being doctors to help people and fantastic there's so many places for them but a lot of problems come back to your diet and nutrition so like even um I get a lot of like bloating and stuff from foods that I eat and I went to the doctor the other day to see like could I get like an allergy test or something but because it's intolerances they're not actually allergies they don't do a test for it so you're saying to get a food diary and start cutting things out and like fair enough I know about that already because of my job but like for a lot of people that'd be like what like what where do I even start what do I start cutting out um, and I even asked him that and he was like oh he's like there's so many different things he's like just literally start writing down everything and start cutting out different things and he went on um, about these different diets but the first thing he said was to start taking um, like IBS pills and different things like that which is like you're just putting a band-aid on the problem rather than fixing it because you don't fully understand it you understand that IBS tablets will stop the bloating but you don't understand where the bloating is coming from and he was saying he was even say even said that he said this is very new to us like the whole ibs thing is like it's very broad and he said we're still in a trial and error kind of area whereas i probably would have been better off going to like a nutritionist or a dietitian if it was about that but i said doctor's free here so we'll give it a try um so with that we don't fully understand it but they understand it just enough to give you something to stop it whereas if we really realize that like even our doctors don't understand it enough to fix the problem to go back to the base of the problem and fix it we should be more curious about it and we should be testing more things with it um another thing is like when we talk about so like even people talking about like a vegan diet or a carnivore diet um so many people get like these unbelievable benefits from going on a carnivore diet then there's this whole vegan movement and people get such unbelievable benefits from going on a vegan diet and they say all these things like it's the only diet proven to reverse heart disease well people on a carnivore diet also reverse gum disease autoimmune issues they find that basically every problem they've ever had is fixed by going on it and my thing with it maybe maybe it's because your body is good at adapting to one type of food source maybe that's what it is 
there's all these different things it could be but it's all anecdotal because you have literally equal amounts of like per person you probably have the same so per vegan versus per carnivore you probably have the same amount of science backing both up but the carnivore diet's a bit more new so there's all these people that are arguing it's the best diet it's the best diet and it's like well maybe you can't say that unless you can argue the complete opposite so that's one thing I have an issue with all of them they don't understand it enough they're just completely talking anecdotally because they haven't tried the opposite diets they're like okay this one worked for me it's like a runner saying oh I used to lift weights and run doing a little bit of both and I didn't get in great shape but then I started running non-stop and I got in great shape so weights are bad and then a weightlifter being like oh I used to run and do weights and do a little bit of both but I never committed to either but then I went completely on to resistance training and I got in amazing shape so running obviously was the problem and it's like no it's like you cleaned up what you were doing and you nailed down one thing and got it 100% right and that's why it worked so you can't blame the other thing you were doing for your problems it's like people when they go vegan and they start talking about the health benefits that's because they start eating more plants they start eating healthier or someone who goes carnivore they cut out all the shit and just eat a certain type of meat that and go into like a ketogenic diet so it's like once they start eating just the one thing it takes all the choice out of their food they don't start making bad food choices and they only eat them few things that is in their diet they cut out all the processed foods and sugars like both sides are cutting out process, processed foods but are putting it down to the food that they are eating as being the good and not the thing that they cut out or else they're putting it down to oh I cut out plants and carbs or else they're putting it down to I cut out meat and plant and animal products they're not thinking about the whole the thing as a whole they're just like trying to blame it on one thing trying to blame it on the other side so it's just something to think about like they people who are making these bold claims don't fully understand what they're talking about i don't fully understand it i'm just giving an open-minded opinion i think both work for a lot of people and there's reasons why they work but the reasons they're giving is that the other thing is like a carnivore person giving that plants plants and carbs are bad and then a vegan saying that meat is bad it's like no because there's proof that both work so you can't say that they're bad anyone who says that anything is just like internally good or bad or like as a blanket statement that something is good or bad is usually incorrect so that's just something to keep in mind there are a few things like being nice is good being kind to people is good being happy is good being healthy is good but you can't say that a certain food a certain diet is good or bad because it depends on the person um other things that we don't understand so let's say in training when you when you train when you're training for like hypertrophy you always hear people saying 8 to 12 rep range this amount of time and attention to create the right amount of stimulus for muscle growth for hypertrophy why is that well it's because when they've done tests people have shown that that is optimal for hypertrophy why when you get to that many whys, people start to be like scratching their head and they're like well because that's when your body that's what that's what tells your body to do that that's the stimulus that tells your body to do that and like yes that's true but why is it that your body decides that an 8 to 12 rep range is optimal for building muscle 
and to be honest once you get that deep most PTs won't know I can't say I know exactly if I really thought about it maybe I'd be able to come up with some answer but I wouldn't like to bullshit on the spot I'd just say I don't actually know I just say that I know that it works because there's studies done by scientists to show that and the scientists then will probably be able to tell you why and then you ask them why again to their next answer maybe they won't be able to so it's just when it comes down to a cellular level why that amount of reps time and attention um sets works to get your body to do that it's quite hard to know it's different i suppose it's a bit different with strength um or like let's go into cardio so if you're going for like hit sessions to increase your energy system for um like a hit high intensity energy system so you're like what you're doing is you're using like your 10 second energy system which is like your creatine phosphate system and your first like glycogen anaerobic system what you're doing is you're burning a lot of energy in a really fast period of time it's your quickest energy system quickest energy release releasing getting your muscles to fire as fast as you can using a lot of energy quickly then you take a long amount of rest until it replenishes so like up to like six times the rest so you could do 10 seconds on take like a minute off 10 seconds on a minute off sounds like a lot of rest but when you're really going 100 percent you'll be dead after 10 minutes of that it's 10 rounds um so why why does that kind of training improve that energy system because you're using that energy system so your body's adapting to the stimulus why because the when you do exercise like that your body uses your creatine phosphate it uses your muscle glycogen and you don't have enough time to get the oxygen in so it's doing it in an anaerobic state okay why because that's the your body has over evolution adapted that system for sprinting away from things for getting out of a situation quickly for your flight or flight um also for your explosiveness whenever you needed to run after something run away from something um and just for your power that's where your power comes from if you ever had to hit something okay um then you ask why again i know it's getting a bit like monotonous this but you ask why again and then that's where like someone might get stumped and it's like okay why well probably to stay alive why to reproduce you know it always comes back to that to reproduce why do you want to reproduce to reproduce um because it's built into like every living being why why is it built into every living being to keep wanting to li- to survive that's kind of where everything every question about humans comes back to that um and it's quite strange really to think if you ever wonder why why is it that we always want to reproduce always want to keep our species going i know like people now have got like cultures that they want to keep alive and they want to keep their their own species going but you if you really think about like why is that of a benefit to us because you you'll be dead anyways in 60 years 70 years why do you care about keeping your species going why does that really matter it's built into you so it's kind of hard to give an answer but why is it built into you it's just one of those questions so like i find when i ask questions like why about this and why about that especially when it comes to nutrition diet fitness it always comes back to that question um but there's a lot of answers in between that i don't know so the the more i re- the more i learn about the human body about training about nutrition the more i realize i don't know about it and the more curious i get 
So I just think if you're ever struggling to motivate yourself to learn something, it's a good way of getting into that mood is just by um, finding a topic like that and just keep asking yourself why until you get stumped and then it'll kind of eat at you until you figure it out. So that's kind of everything for today. Just wanted to talk about our understanding of things is so small compared to what is out there. We literally know nothing. We keep ourselves in like this bubble of what we do know and we don't put ourselves into, we don't take ourselves out of our comfort zone and realize that we don't know anything. Like if I go into, I don't know, like a French class, I have absolutely no idea about anything that they'd be talking about. But if I go into a maths class, I might. And then if I went into like physics in college, I probably have no idea, final year physics. But I definitely have no idea. So it's just about challenging yourself. It's scary to think how much you don't know. But if you actually challenge yourself, it'll open your mind a lot and you can learn a lot more. So that's everything for today. Hope you enjoyed this. Um, Share it on your Instagram story if you enjoyed it. And yeah, have a great day.